Commence primary ignition. This is where the fun begins. What is up, all of you? Ugnots and Jawas out there, and welcome back to yet again another Obi-Wan Kenobi after show. That means that we are sharing spoilers on episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And by the way, I am I'm Caleb Keller, and joining me partying over there is DJ Foster at Rebels Gum Texan himself. What is up, DJ? It's it's a party all week long because Obi-Wan Kenobi has released yet another episode. It is going well. Um, last night, my daughter was screaming her head off as okay. as four months t- four month olds typically do. And so I picked up my lightsaber <laughs> and turned it on and we pretended to be escaping the Jedi Temple in Order 66. Nice. We made it. There so. You go. We made it. That's, That's what's good. important. So that is good. it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, I am very much so excited to be discussing this part three episode with you, DJ. We haven't really talked about this one off air a lot. No. Like usually we kind of text back and forth a little bit, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Things have just kind of been busy, at least on my end to where we couldn't really do that. So this is kind of a fresh conversation. I'm very much interested to hear what DJ thinks. And again, by the way, this is going to be a spoiler discussion. So you have officially been warned. What is up, everybody in the chat? I see some of you popping in here. John Hare. Rural farm boy, farm bleh, rural farm blah, boy, blah, blah. as we like to call him though, RFB. RFB. Chat. Uh, Sadis Broly is back as well. What's up, everybody? As soon hello. as you come in the chat, say hello. We'd love to see who is joining with us live. Okay, so before we get into the episode, as we always do here at Mano Talk, we got to take care of some business, uh, some plugs. Well, yeah. really, the big plug that we got to take care of is we got to s- remind you. Wikipedia is coming on the show on June the 7th, which is this coming Tuesday for episode four predictions that will be live right here on YouTube at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Cannot wait for this because as well as episode four predictions, part of the reason why we picked this date is so that Wikipedia could share their thoughts on the midway point of Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show. So you're going to get a different perspective than just me and DJ. You know, after tonight, you're going to hear what me and DJ have thought about the show one through three so far. But it's going to be nice and refreshing to get a third uh, person here on the show to share how they're interpreting it, their thoughts on it so far. So circle that date. Tuesday, 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern, June 7th on YouTube. Uh, and join us live as Wikipedia comes on the show. And I actually think that I'm probably usually Tuesdays are live exclusive. But since Wikipedia coming on the show is such a big deal, probably going to put that out on podcast platforms as well. So everyone's covered. Uh, can't wait for that discussion. DJ, anything you want to add to that announcement or any other business that we need to take care of before we get to our after show spoiler discussion? 
Be looking for another Razor Crest rundown this coming Monday. Um, waiting for the end of the weekend to kind of cycle through, and then we'll get that uploaded. That will feature me this time around. And maybe in the future, Caleb will do one. We'll see. Yeah, well, it makes it makes sense for you to do one too. That you started Mando Talk after all, so we'll get there. I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying you doing them, honestly. Oh well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's a lot of fun to do them, but um, no, I can't think of anything other than okay. I do want to say this about Wikipedia. Yeah, um, we're gonna get to some spoilers here in a minute, and I'm gonna go ahead and drop a quick spoiler. So again, if you have not seen this, that's on you for the, the being here at this point. And by this, I mean Obi Wan Part Three. Mm-hmm. But um, Quinlan Voss got that name drop in this mm-hmm. last episode, and <clears throat> me being me. Went to the number one source for all Star Wars random information, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and wanted to see if they had already updated Quinlan Voss's um, profile. And it's updated. It's Absolutely. down in the last paragraph. I was like, man, you guys, I just, I think it's one of those things. And I even saw a tweet that said something like, the devil works hard, but not as hard as Wikipedia. And I was <laughs> like, that is, man, that is accurate. Wikipedia is always working hard to make sure we're up to date and on the like silliest things, but often some of the greatest things. Yeah, even, I would even if it's Quinlan Voss and in, in the era of the Empire. That's honestly great stuff. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Whatever that timestamp where that line is dropped in this part three. Yeah, it was probably that many minutes and seconds after three Eastern or two Central or where, wherever yeah. Wikipedia yeah. is at. It was probably that many minutes that it took for Wikipedia's site to get updated. Like they're yeah. always on top of it. So. Can't wait to get them on board and on the show Tuesday. It's going to be fun. I can't wait for it. Uh, I can't wait for tonight, though. So I've already said hello to the chat. So now I'm going to push a challenge to you or a request to you. If you want to be on this show, make sure you drop your thoughts, opinions, theories on this episode in the chat. We'll read them. We'll discuss them. Now, if they tend to kind of go with something that I've put down in my notes here of topics of discussion, we may like make sure that we see it and we might read it when we actually get to that point. Uh, So bring those in and we'll definitely get to them at some point during tonight's stream during tonight's podcast episode. All right. Again, what is this? The fourth or fifth time spoiler warning. We're going to go ahead and get into it. Part three topics of discussion. First thing that, uh, that obviously stood out really a lot of the entire episode stood out from start to finish. Every single second was a meaningful, at least in my opinion, because of all the little small details that we continue to get. Well, the opener is Obi-Wan reaching out for Qui-Gon yet again, after the reveal that Anakin is still alive. Now, Obi-Wan is clearly still dealing with the emotions here, rightfully so. He just found out his brother, um, his best friend, essentially, during the Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith, um, is still alive. And not only that, he's alive in a very um, aggressive way. Uh, And we'll definitely get to that point. Aggressive. (laughs) We'll get to that point in the episode for sure. But I love this opener because, again, we're continuing to dive into the emotions of Obi-Wan. And that's really I feel like that's that's the main point of this series. So I love this opener to continue to remind us of that. And, of course, the tease of Qui-Gon Jinn eventually coming. Right. Like it's got to happen. It has to. DJ, what did you think of this opener for our title character, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Um, Opener, as far as him being there. Great. Um, I do want to say this before we even actually see the opening scene. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just briefly mention like one or two things that I'm just okay. kind of like, I'm kind of just, I'm done with. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Now, the episode itself, great. I have only one issue with the episode as a whole, and okay. it's, it's the music. I don't really care for the music. It's, I feel like it's very underwhelming given what's taking place, so I'm hoping to get some more Star Wars-y things. I don't think this music's going to grow on me, you know, like Mando did. Mando's just different, and so I think that's why it's okay. But, no, I, I'm getting kind of sick of the little recaps. Like, I, I hate – yeah, I hate – the only time I've ever enjoyed a recap for – any series was episode one of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. I, I skip them now. I'm just like, okay, you know, and I gave this week a chance because like maybe they'll show, show something that, I don't know, like maybe something with Qui-Gon is kind of like I was thinking or Yoda. But I was like, no, these recaps are unnecessary. I can't stand them. So don't don't catch me watching the recaps. I'm skipping them. You know, I'm, re- I'm, I'm tuned in and ready. So don't give me the recap. I, sure, sure. And I don't like them really with any series it's not that it's just yeah, Star I, think Wars. You, I think you've shared that you skip them in most series that you watch yeah i do i, I can't stand them I'm even just mando off. even book of boba fett like I, all of them and i don't even listen like when i rewatch episodes of like the office or parks and rec mm-hmm. i just skip the i skip the uh the opening like title song and most people would be like that's sacrilegious but like i just i'm i just i know what i want to watch so i'm trying to get to it all sure. that being said um the episode itself is i mean great <laughs> and going to the opener with yeah. this yes it's it's 100 percent setting up this potential for a force ghost qui-gon yeah maybe a connection to to yoda but i, I he's really trying to you know really connect with qui-gon here and rightfully so that's the that was his mentor that was his teacher and if you've read master and apprentice by claudia gray it's kind mm-hmm. of interesting there's this reluctance for qui-gon to like really take obi-wan on as his padawan even though they're already in the thick of it yeah i think the irony in that in this is that qui-gon is still reluctant seemingly to show up for obi-wan again in the afterlife which is hysterical you know on its own right so all that to say i guess yeah it's got to be setting it up right i mean mm-hmm. why would they be continually hinting at it if Liam Neeson doesn't show up. Yeah, it, it would be an ultimate letdown yeah. if if that 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 didn't occur. Now, before we get on to the next part of the episode, real quickly, I wanted to piggyback off of something you said as far as your overall things. One of yeah. the things for me too, as well, and I'm agreeing with you here. The music, like I gave, yeah. I gave the first two episodes a pass, but with the events that occurred here in this episode, really could have benefited from the classic John Williams kind of themes mm-hmm. that have been set up. Yep in the OG original trilogy prequel trilogy as well. Uh, so yeah, I feel like that's been missing for sure, but that, and, I would say that's probably my biggest yeah. complaint of the show so far, but I love this episode for sure. For sure. Not, not to mention on the music. One more thing. Yeah. They got us with these trailers with dual, the fates mixed with Annie versus Obi. Yeah, they did. And where nowhere to be found. Is there mm-hmm. anything that even feels John yeah. Williamsy outside of the main theme for the show. Sure. Well, you know, I still love the main theme. Everything else, I'm just. Yeah. yeah, we've got three more episodes. Maybe they're just yeah. saving it. We'll see. We'll Maybe. see. All right. And I did see Sadis Broly shared something in the chat regarding the music. So I'll go ahead and read that since we're discussing it. And then we'll move along in the episode. Uh, the music is a big downgrade from the prequels. They definitely need to step it up on that department. Also, we need to get away from the sand types of mm. landscape. Yeah, that's something we discussed during our Tuesday predictions. We did. Like we thought that uh, we thought that Mapuzo might be the trailer was actually Tatooine but no in fact it was Mapuzo so yes again another sandy type planet it was nice though from space to see water 
you know, like yeah, that when was you, cool. when they're coming into Mapuzo, you can see water and landscape, which mm-hmm. as soon as we got to that, I was like, thank, thank God, this is another desert planet. I mean, Tatooine, yeah. Geonosis, Jakku, um, uh, there's probably one I've missed somewhere. Probably. We don't, we didn't need a straight up desert. Like this is a little nice because it, yeah. it feels to me like parts of West Texas mm. and, and it definitely feels Arizona, Mexico, and, and certain parts of California. I've, I've mm-hmm. driven through there. So that landscape matched this, which I thought was neat. Yeah. Um, just given, you know, the difference here and that the fact that it wasn't just all sand is is fantastic. Oh, the uh, Pasana. That's the other one. The, mm-hmm. other, des- the other desert planet. Yeah. All right. Well, love love the, the chat there. Sadist. Anyone else? Keep bringing it. And I see Tim Arnold is in the chat. What's up, Tim? Speed all right. Tim. Now we get another familiar character's introduction. It's our boy, Doth Veda. And uh, it's great. It's the assemblance of Vader. He is at his Mustafar castle. Very cool. I didn't get. Yeah, it sounds great, man. Sounds great. Didn't get the whole like as each piece is coming on and we get flashbacks. That's fine. Whatever. That was my own headcanon. Maybe he's mentally thinking about it, though. I would be. Now, we do see, though, a glimpse of, like, from the nose up of Hayden mm-hmm. putting that mask on. That was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And then we go to Vader in his throne room uh, communicating with Reva. That's right. Reva. Your boys finally got it correct <laughs> uh, in a hologram. Now, this sets up, and DJ, I'll kind of let you share your thoughts on this overall scene here in a minute, but I wanted to go ahead and knock out, just set up the stakes for us. Uh, this sets up the understanding of maybe why Reva is doing the things, that, or starts to explain the understanding of why she's doing the things that she's doing. First of all, loved this part that Reva attempts to claim the Grand Inquisitor is dead by the hands of Obi-Wan before being cut off by Vader. Loved that. I, you know, pat, pat myself on the back there a little bit on that one. Uh, <laughs> secondly, Vader doesn't care about the Grand Inquisitor as he is now solely focused on Kenobi. Love to see that. Vader is watching her closely as it is revealed she is wanting the Grand Inquisitor title. That's what I was alluding to as I kind of introduced this little scene. Uh, And of course, Vader says this, and I loved it. If she fails, basically, you're going to die. You're going to die. Love this opener. Loved the, I, I know some people were complaining about the sets, whatever. I loved it. I loved the throne room. I loved Vader sitting at his throne, seeing the Mustafar volcanic flow in the background. Looked great, felt great. Missing music, but it's okay. It was a great scene. Set up the stakes for why Reva's doing some things and the stakes of Vader is bad to the bone right now. What did you think of Vader's entrance and this communication scene between Vader and Reva? People are complaining about the sets. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. It's it's annoying. It's annoying the nitpicking that's going Gosh. on. I, I don't want to spend too much time talking Man, about okay. people I, nitpicking like crazy. I hadn't seen anything about the sets not being good, but man, okay. As far as this scene goes, great setup for the rest of the episode. It's really nice to see Reva's kind of mm-hmm. intentions and or her intentions seemingly. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's there you not go. really sure you know, there's a chance here, I think, for some redemption in her in her future. Um, but because and I mean, uh, dark side to light side type redemption, uh, potentially. I'll tell you this, though. The scene itself was great. I couldn't stop looking at Vader's suit mm. um, 
There are subtle differences. I've spent way too much time looking into this in my life. I'm just <laughs> going to be honest, but there's subtle differences with every type of Darth Vader suit. And like yeah. you can you can look at like if you put every Darth Vader suit up next to the other ones, you can kind of pick out without even, you know, knowing which episode it is. I'm like that's episode four. That's Rogue One. That's Revenge of the Sith. Sure. This particular suit is the perfect combination between, in my opinion, Revenge of the Sith and Rogue One. Mm. Or I guess you could also say A New Hope because they went to great lengths to make that Rogue One suit look just like A New Hope's. And I can't, I have, it's hard some, it, because I know Rogue One so well and I knew Hope so I can tell the difference because of time, but it's still very difficult to tell those two apart. Yeah. But looking at knowing that Hayden is in the suit, I think says a lot about this episode and, and knowing what Vader looks like in his demeanor, the speed at which he's walking. I mean, just all these different things, you know, you can, I feel like I, like, because I know Hayden's there, but like, I know like, that's Anakin Skywalker in that mm-hmm. in that Vader suit. And that to me is exactly what this should be, given where we are in the timeline. Yeah. Um, but like for me, I just couldn't stop looking at his suit. I mean, yeah, everything to me about the scene was great, the setup, but like me being the behind the scenes guy I am, I can't wait till they finally drop a Disney gallery later this year oh, or next gosh. year. You know, look out, yeah. Just to watch this and you know, to see how they went about doing what they needed to do to make it fit Hayden and mm-hmm. bulk it up. So it looks like, I just, I want to know about all that. So for all of that, from yeah. this one scene, honestly, because mm-hmm. it just, it's so exciting to me to see the Vader suit yeah. not only come together, but you know, him being and his throne room's dope. And it you is. see the lava so cool. in the background. It just, it's perfect. It all is. of that was perfect. It was a great scene. And uh, I knew from that moment uh, that he because I didn't ex- I expected the assembling. I didn't expect the the full on conversations and things like that. And yeah. definitely I didn't expect yeah. the back half of the episode. No, uh, so not at all. Not at very all. cool. The the setup, the re arrival, if you will, of Darth Vader into this uh, series. Great, great opener uh, as far as Obi-Wan and Vader go. Both of yeah. them. Got a great opener in in this week's uh, episode. All right. Well, after that, there's kind of like a discussion between uh, we flash back to Obi-Wan and Leia. And there's kind of a discussion about what connecting to the force is like. And I really I'll just really quick mention it. I like the simple explanation that Obi-Wan gives to Leia. It feels like turning a light on in the dark. Like the most simple explanation that honestly, I may at least on film on series on screen most simple explanation one of the most simple explanations you could give yeah but i yeah. love it makes perfect sense absolutely loved that and then those two get to mapuzo and it, very interesting moments here when kenobi is discussing the state of mapuzo he's kind of discussing the fact that used to be beautiful fields full of families and the empire came and ravaged it all and leia drops a bomb by mentioning that kind of like that she's under the impression that the empire is supposed to be helpful which of course we know that's not the case but again Mm -hmm. that that those small little subtle hints great world building that a lot of the people out there in the galaxy at this point still believe. Now I know she's 10, but she knows she she's clearly very knowledgeable yeah. for a 10 year old. I love these subtle hints because it sets up the world that this galaxy, at least half of them believe that the empire is good. Now us yeah. as viewers, we never see that, but Hey, love that little world building. And then of course, 
we see Obi-Wan seeing Anakin Skywalker out in the field. Uh, that was incredible. And not only Anakin Skywalker, it wasn't like a flashback, anything like that. It was Hayden Christensen back in the Jedi robes. But of course, yeah. this is the, well, obviously Obi-Wan saw Anakin last burnt, but this is the last like full formed Anakin that Kenobi saw. So he's just remembering the last Anakin that he saw, not knowing what he's become. Loved that. What did you think of our arrival to Mapuzo, the Empire hints, and Anakin Skywalker out there in the distance? It seems like they went to a location to shoot this. And I like that. I, I like when movies and, and TV shows go to a location to shoot. I just think that adds a depth to the story and it does a lot to get off of a set, I feel like. And so to go to a location and, and really kind of take ownership of it, I think is a lot of a lot of fun, really cool. Honestly, listening to Leia and Obi-Wan talk, it, it really doesn't get old. Mm. It, it doesn't. It, it's the it's, best part of the show so far. Honestly, yeah. I mean, it's just so neat to know that Leia, you know, Princess Leia, you know, really did get to know Ben Kenobi. And the fact that they keep building on that is incredible. I'm not even upset uh, based on our predictions from Tuesday that the delivery wasn't over with, you know, mm. to get her back to Alderaan, which yeah, you're now right. it yeah. seems like, you know, that's, that's not happening. I feel no, like, I but feel like this might, it might be an entire six episode thing, honestly. I, it, and if it is, if it comes down to six episodes, okay, they better do a good job with it. Like they have been. Cause mm -hmm. otherwise it feels like a lot to me. But um, no, just beyond that, I just it's just it's just really good stuff. I will say this also just regarding Mapuzo, you know, Obi-Wan discussing the state of Mapuzo is is actually to me a very cool parallel and tie into Ezra Bridger learning mm. how the Empire has affected other worlds. Ooh, yes. And and, and yeah. he doesn't really even think about it until he leaves Lothal, you know, in, in season mm. one, once he gets off planet. You know, he'd never been to space, I don't think. So to watch him, you know, leave and, and go somewhere else is, I think, really um, a neat, you know, parallel, like I said before. And on the – I've got a few extra notes on this one than normal, but you said how the Empire – how she's under the Empire, the Empire is supposed to help. Honestly, mm -hmm. because it is a government, it is supposed to help. Right, yeah. But yeah. we know as the audience, it, it there's these underlying, underlying tones of the dark side, of course – but it shows the wheels of just a chaotic government. That's that's what then it's turning very slowly. It's planting these seeds of rebellion. Um, then, of course, Obi-Wan's premonition of Anakin. Come on. Good stuff. I, it was beautifully terrifying. Mm -hmm. That's how I worded it. And, and it just foreshadows their meeting when we get to the next few moments in the episode. And I also saw somewhere on Twitter how Obi-Wan, you know, he still sees Anakin as he did at the Revenge of the Sith, you know, like you said. And, and you know, he just really has no idea who Vader is. Right. And I yeah. think that's what makes the moment where they meet later so interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I loved this scene. I, I loved him looking out and seeing Anakin from afar. Uh, obviously, just a just a vision or premonition or, or yeah. whatever. Uh, but very cool. Nonetheless, uh, really mind blowing 
chat came in here a second ago john Hare in in the chat says in the novels vader looks out the throne room window at the spot where he burned in revenge of the sith seems like that's what he does in that scene too i love i've heard that before that is now my headcanon right there i don't know if that if that's what their intention was with that scene in this series but i love that i'm gonna assume that that's what he's looking at after he gets done communicating with Reva. Love that one. RFB said that shot, talking about the one where Obi-Wan <laughs> sees Anakin. Yes. Uh, the force telling Obi, Obi Anakin gonna cross his path. Yeah, it was a great shot. Loved it. Yes. All right. Next up in the episode, we get back to our villain, Reva, she as she arrives at Fortress Inquisitorious. Don't have to copy and paste that one on the predictions nope. each, every single week anymore. <laughs> When she gets there, first we get really cool shots of, of her kind of just walking through the hallways. I love how their little room is underneath and they go kind of underwater. Love yeah. that little aspect. But as she gets in their conference room, if you will, Reva makes a power move by revealing she is following orders directly from Lord Vader himself. And she is to lead the hunt regarding going after Kenobi, which the fifth brother is definitely not a fan of. And very interesting here where the fifth brother believes he is next in line of the Grand Inquisitor title. Now, I'm interested personally. I don't know what makes him next in line. I don't know. I would love to. Maybe it's in Rebels somewhere hidden. I don't think it is, though. DJ, do you have any insight on that? Why the fifth brother might think he's next? I mean, I hate to say it. Is yeah. it is it because he's the next, like the next male? I don't I don't know if that's how the Inquisitors view no, it. No, I don't think that's how the Sith view it. Right. Well, you know? because Vader's like, look, I'll make you the. I'll, he, yeah, it, Reva, you can be the Grand Inquisitor if you yeah. get this done. I don't feel like that's a thing at all. Okay. Um, and Just because wanted to check, because you know that is a thing in in other like lore and, yeah. and things like that. No, so. I don't see it that way. But if anything, honestly. The the one of the sister from Rebels that the fifth brother's always with. I don't mm-hmm. remember which sister that is, second sister, maybe, or I don't know. It doesn't really matter. Just the other visitor from, from Rebels. That's mm-hmm. who I actually view as next in line. Mm. Um, now I know that Rebels, they're all dead by the end of season two, which right. <laughs> kind of a bummer because they're all really legit. But spoilers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, spoiler for Rebels. But <laughs> watch Rebels, y'all. Zach Horvath. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, I got to throw some little shade at Zach, um, who've only had the pleasure of meeting one time. But anyway, um, yeah, you know, if you get if you look at that, I, I don't see, you know, him. I, he doesn't seem like the right guy anyway. No, he doesn't. He just he's a jerk. And just because you're a jerk and can use the dark side doesn't mean you're next in line. Mm-hmm. You know, having said that, you know, Reva's kind of a jerk and and she's the dark side. I don't really see her. As I mean, they're, all, either, but. they're all jerks. I mean, they all have. To yeah, be. they're going to be inquisitors. <laughs> this other inquisitor, I I'd put her above the other two. Honestly, I just they're just when you say other. Are you talking about the one in Rebels? No, the one in Obi-Wan. Like, oh, the one that's in the background that I still I mean, don't know which what number yeah, she I would is just, or whatever. I would just put her ahead of them because she's not interested in the 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 contest, if you will, here. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I'd follow her before the other two. <laughs> just saying. I mean, she's the most calm. That's why I think I like her. She's calm and she's like, oh, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I mean, very interesting. And of course, I did see on socials today this detail. I can't take credit for this. Mm-hmm. But I saw in the background in this conference room, they have um, lightsabers, 
training helmets, Padawan helmets, things what? like that. Yeah. What? They have those things on display. I guess any oh Jedi they goodness. kill, they take their saber and it's up in their in their Ooh. conference room. Well, in in the lore of the Sith, I learned this from a Darth Vader comic, a, a canon one, to mm-hmm. to get a lightsaber and make it red. Yeah, you have to bleed the crystal, but in in the Vader comics, post return of the I mean Revenge of the Sith, he has to kill a Jedi and take that crystal and bleed it and make it his lightsaber blade. Mm. So maybe there's something to that too with the background mm, there. That's, that's some extra lore. I like that. Very interesting. Uh Tim, he's he's joining in as far as helping us out with this discussion regarding the fifth brother. Says the fifth brother is the strongest in the dark side, so he's cocky enough to think he's next. That's I'd fair. Buy that. I'd that's buy fair. That. I mean, they yeah. probably all think, in a sense, that they're next. Uh, the next grand old grand. All they really have to do <laughs> is kill the other ones. That's all they have to do. Yeah, you know, that's they, true. And like, I'm the next one, and it's over. <laughs> I have the high ground. It's that's just like a game of leapfrog. They're just stabbing each other left and right. <laughs> that would be hysterical, honestly. <laughs> They're just playing Survivor. That's all they're doing. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's keep going in the episode. We go back to Mapuzo. Obi-Wan and Leia hitch a ride from Freck to get a ride to the nearest port. I thought I was going to like that Freck guy. No, we don't don't like Freck. No. We don't like Freck at all. Freck him. Storm... Oh man, that's I didn't expect that one coming. All right, stormtroopers hop on board to increase the tension regarding the fact that, you know, Obi-Wan is a Jedi on the hunt. Obi-Wan slips up and doesn't call Leia her her made up name, which is Luma, which leads to, first of all, leads to a great moment. Yes, it does. And second of all, the fact that he's able to save himself here. Very impressive. Uh, he leads to this comment where Kenobi's like, oh, he he reminds me of, you know, her mother or whatever. When, when, and she and he says, sometimes when I look at Luma, I see her mother's face, but they really hold on to that shot looking at Leia, in which that allows us, the audience, to uh, think about Padme. Beautifully done. Like, this may be my... I know we get some crazy stuff toward the end of the episode. This may be my favorite scene of this episode. It's just this dialogue again that continues to happen between mm-hmm. kenobi and leia it's phenomenal uh leia after this and the stormtroopers go away and they're out of danger for a minute um leia questions obi-wan if he knows her real mother and if he is her father to which obi-wan replies i wish i could say i was but no i'm not and then another major drop major yes. drop yeah Obi-Wan shares that he has flashes of his parents and his brother before joining the jedi hello um that's out where, of nowhere where yeah. is uh our kenobi next season for the brother like i need it Let's go. <laughs> give it to me Really Broby. Cool is it just Broby? Broby. Bro- Broby that. Kenobi. <laughs> Love that. Great scene that has really good implications. What did you think of, of these moments? Thought it oh, was, man. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was. I mean, if Natalie Portman doesn't show up in this series, she her her presence of Padme is felt, you mm. know, and that's just almost as good as her being there, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's incredible the connections they're making. I, I'm a kind of a fan of the name Luma. It's different. Mm. I wouldn't name my kid that, but I think it's it's very Star Warsy, and I think it that's is. really cool. Yeah. Um, notice this though: Obi Wan does not say yes or no to having known Padme. Right, 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 right. And I yeah. thought that was interesting that he doesn't say yes or no because mm-hmm. he very easily could have been like, "Yeah, I knew your mom," you know. But then that's just going to be a, a barrage of questions, and 
it's just not the time for that. And there's a lot that happens as we see. So no. And, and the, I love that. He's like, no, I'm, I'm not your dad. You know, I, I wish I could say I was, I just, I thought that was nice because it just shows that Leia knows there's something different about her, but she doesn't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense as a 10 year old, you're going to put yourself where you were at 10 years, you know, and you think, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I could very easily see me be like, well, are you my dad? You know, I could see, I could see that, you know, mm-hmm. happening, but um, it, it, I just, it's such a cool, all of this. It's just such a cool thing. I don't even know how to really word it. It, it was so different, but man, Obi-Wan having a brother, mm-hmm. dude, like I, I've read Obi-Wan novels and seen and read legend stuff on Obi-Wan. Not one time do I remember there ever being a drop about a, him having a brother. Yeah. I always um, heard or read that he was literally dropped off at the temple on the steps, mm. like in a basket, a la Moses, you know, <laughs> like it was yeah. going to be some kind of biblical thing with him, but no, this is very different. And I'm here for it. Honestly, I think it's really cool. It's such a different Absolutely. concept. So I'll, now yeah. RFB does correct me in saying that he says possibly a brother when he was speaking in this scene, but I really, I really genuinely don't feel like they would drop this if they don't have like a, a yeah. story behind the scenes that that they could be working on regarding. And I'm not be saying like a show or anything like no, that. No, not but a like show. a comic novel, something. I don't think they drop this little if this little line if they didn't have an intention of yeah. exploring that idea. Uh, so I do think that this this for me, at least until proven otherwise, I do think he does have a brother. We'll just have to wait and see. Maybe we'll read more about uh, his family dynamic. Kind of. It'd be good. It'd be good. Next up in the episode, Freck. We thought we liked him. Didn't. Has a group of troopers check out Kenobi and Leia as they get to kind of like a pit. I don't know. A check stop. Checkpoint. A checkpoint. Yeah. Um, Probe droid begins to lock in on Kenobi's face as Kenobi begins blasting the troopers. Um, A squad of troopers arrive just as Obi-Wan and Leia kill the original squad. And we get the reveal of indira varma's imperial officer which we later learn her name is tala arrives but actually kills the stormtroopers as she was the help haja sent them to the timing just didn't work out so number one i know before the show started i was very much so pumped up about indira varma showing up in this series obviously for my love of game of thrones and for her portrayal of a villainous kind of character in game of thrones so i was thinking oh she might make a argument for one of the best imperial officers yet but i can gladly say that i am happily wrong because i loved her in this role and i know and i'm if you're watching this you've seen the episode we're not done with her character and that has me even more so excited for next week what did you think of the surprise reveal i guess of indira varma's character actually being good i was surprised okay i really was i i we briefly talked about her maybe showing up on Tuesday. And I'm glad that we did briefly talk about it. Cause it was a nice, like memory, you know, jar, I guess, so to speak that we, you know, got me to this point where I was like, Oh, there she is. And I wasn't thinking she would be some kind of a, of a help at all, but you look at the cast list, you look at who's supposed to be there. It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Um, so yeah, th- that whole, that whole sequence was great. Actually my favorite part of that sequence, two favorite parts, the stormtrooper falling, 
and getting cut in oh, half yeah, was hysterical. That was, cool. that was it, great. <laughs> it was so funny, but it was perfect. Like I was like, that's exactly what would happen. Of course, you know, and and then but my favorite part, honestly, was watching Obi-Wan through the probe droid. Like it was so cool to me. And then yeah, he it, was cool. it. it was very reminiscent of Empire Strikes Back. And you're laughing. What are you laughing about? No, I was just thinking like somewhere in there, you know, the stormtrooper getting cut in half like that. Somewhere yeah. in there, there's a Lego special joke of someone walking over there and putting spider, le- spider legs on him real quick and attacking. Yes. No, so I saw a tweet that said that. It was like, this guy's going to have spider legs in the next episode. It was something nice. like, that's funny. <laughs> but I, that was actually my biggest takeaway. Now, her, her showing up, being there, you know, I, I loved watching her throughout the whole episode. In fact, um, she's so soft natured and but but like not in a bad way. Like, I don't know. She's. I'll call it a mama bear mentality. Uh, like she gives mother vibes for sure. Yeah, she's very, pro- very protective, yet just very nice, very calm, very loving. Mm-hmm. And I, I was all about that. And then for a second, my brain went to ship mode where you, you know, you ship people. And then I was like, no, Kenobi not going to do that. He has his lady. Her name is Duchess Satine. Yeah, you're right. So I was like, 1000% no, no. right. But I do have to say is someone that maybe well, I'm not saying that I haven't, but just thinking maybe putting the, the helmet on of somebody that hasn't seen Clone Wars. I could easily see somebody that hasn't seen sure. Clone Wars trying to ship these two, especially at the end where they're kind of or he she's kind of holding on to him. Maybe. Yeah, but it maybe. ain't going to happen. It's not no. going to happen. <laughs> no. Eyes only for Satine and the Force. That's it. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, next up in the episode, just real quickly, an update on the Inquisitors. They discover they they, they discover Obi-Wan is on Mapuzo due to that probe droid. It sent out the signal just in time. Uh, and Vader is informed by the fifth brother as Reva makes another power move kind of statement by saying the following. You want to take the credit. You go right ahead. But we both know who will be standing by his side when this is over just letting us the viewer know again reva if this mission is successful she will be the next old grandy so love that love the uh tension that's that's building in this inquisitor conference room all right back to kenobi obi-wan and leia are taken to a droid maintenance shop run by nedb ned b uh droid i don't know what type of droid this is a loader Uh, a loader that's what they say in the episode, a loader. Okay. So have we ever seen this, though, in canon before? I think this is a first in this episode. Okay, nice. See, I like that. I like it when we make new things in Star Wars. That's a great time. Good time. Always. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a toy that we can eventually get someday. But There is know. a Hasbro toy on the way for it. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, when they get to this secret safe house, we learn some very important information. Again, some very important stuff is getting dropped in some dialogue in this week's episode the path is what this location is called and the path is where jedi and force sensitives come through to go to jabim to get new identities love that uh we'll, we'll definitely come back to that in a second let me continue to go on and setting up the scene obi-wan discovers that quinlan voss actually came through the path and now helps by smuggling younglings another massive detail that they're just casually dropping for all of us diehard nerds to freak (laughs) out about and then another very interesting quote here and then we'll discuss this i'll pass this to dj to start the discussion in detail he translates the quote from Quinlan on the wall. It says, only when the eyes are closed, can you truly see? I, I can't remember. I think it was Leia. Yeah, it was Leia that says, see what? 
And then uh, Kenobi says the way. Now, of course, this is Mando talk. This is the way. Let's go. <laughs> we got it. This is the way drop, baby. This is the way. Let's go. <laughs> great scene. Uh, great lore that is just oh, again man. casually just dropping in the in the middle of this scene and episode. Start the conversation, DJ. What, what you got? What you got? Okay, I'm trying to figure out where exactly I want to start. Um, I'll start with Ned B. Real quick. Okay. He's ready to throw hands and <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> and I actually think he'll rescue Leia in the next episode, um, which Ooh, that's a tease a, for next Tuesday. Yeah. So come back for predictions, but that was <laughs> something that was hinted at in the trailers. Mm-hmm. We right, didn't see right. him go ham yet. So I'm assuming he's going to do it in the next episode. Gotta be. Yeah. That Quinlan Voss name is a massive, massive drop. Mm-hmm. And dude, I'm here for it. I, I wasn't a big fan of him actually. Um, yeah. And, Clone Wars haven't read the novels that he's in. So I don't really know much about him beyond what I've read on Wikipedia. So if he shows up, cool. Uh, if he doesn't, I won't be upset, but uh, I know there's some Quinlan Voss diehards out there. So I know they're looking for it. Okay. Let's get to the real thing. Only when the eyes are closed. Can you truly see, are you freaking kidding me with this star Wars? How <laughs> dare you drop something so awesome. <laughs> it was great. I, honestly, the, the, you can make real life, you know, parallels and applications from this spiritual applications from this can go in all sorts of ways, but for star Wars, let's keep it real simple. It's, it's a clear message to Obi-Wan just focus, Mm. just focus. If you'll just focus on the force, you'll put your, you put your mindset where it needs to be. You will get to the next whatever you will succeed or what i mean it's just perfect writing whoever mm-hmm. came up with that pay them all of the money all of it all of the imperial all the republic credits doesn't matter if they're no good here pay them okay it's good stuff all right I, I, it was the best soup <laughs> i don't it's the only soup i want to eat it's so good it was great i will say this we're going to see Obi-Wan healing from his wounds Mm -hmm. in the next episode. Mm -hmm. He's going to remember that Mm -hmm. when he's like in a back, the tank, or I don't know, he's got like a wet washcloth on him or something, whatever they got to do to heal his burns and and whatnot. Um, It's great. And I also think that this particular line is going to be a gateway of sorts to Mm. his conversations with Qui-Gon. Yeah. And that was my kind of an immediate interpretation too, is when he said that, I, That just seems like a tie-in to how Obi-Wan's eventually going to get over that hurdle and and have that conversation with Qui-Gon in this show. Well, that's cool. We haven't had it. We haven't visited the chat in a second, so I was coming over here real quick to see what we got. And um, just kind of getting up here, kind of caught up. Okay, let's see. Um, Oh, Tim Arnold said on Indira Varma's character, Tala, right? Tala? Yeah, Tala. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, Reminded him of Mon Mothma, which I thought was, that's neat. I could see that. I could definitely, from the few glimpses we've had of her, I could see that. Uh, Then we get John here. He said, he heard a theory that the loading droid in the hideout could actually be Wrecker from the Bad Patch in a suit. If you look at his legs, it looks like painted clone trooper armor. I could see that, although I don't buy it. (laughs) It's like a pretty out there. I don't think um, that one's happening there, John. <laughs> no. And then RFB says, not really a Quinlan Voss fan either. But as far as that goes, look, let's go back to the quote here. This is the this is the big takeaway. Yeah. You get your you get your Leia and your Obi-Wan 
stuff in the in the transport before they get to the checkpoint, and then you get this line. Yeah. These two things, and of course the the coming confrontation, those three really are the things to take away from this episode. Mm. I, those three things will have the biggest impact on future episodes. And I think they'll have the biggest impact on Star Wars as a whole. You know, yeah. you now because of these few little small moments within an hour's you know, story, they're radically shifting my perspective on many different things in Star Wars. Yeah. Like this is over and done with. I'm gonna have to sit down and rewatch, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I, I'm really gonna, I'm gonna have to. In Rogue One, not necessarily Solo. I, I don't think this is impacting Solo yet. But when you look at what we've got with the six episodes post this story, man, like it's insane. It really is. And I, I'm just, I don't even know really what else to say on other than I, I really, like I said before, it's a gateway to Qui-Gon. Uh, it has to be. If it's not, then, you know, why do you drop something so cool in, in, a, in a little throwaway line and it doesn't set up something bigger? I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. Um only thing that I'll add to this before we continue to move on throughout the episode, I think that this is teasing up predictions, but I don't think it's an episode four prediction. I think this idea of the path is mm. our gateway to the survival of Reva in this show. And we'll definitely, I have a feeling that's probably a discussion that we'll have maybe Whoa. later toward the end of this series. I think that. it's definitely possible for Reva to somehow get involved with that idea of the path if they don't want to kill that character off for whatever reason no, she's not she's not making it tell other i mean i i wouldn't be against that at all i'm just sharing another another option that's a good option i yeah. think she could somehow play into that we'll see we'll see though yeah just, just something that to keep in mind maybe well, maybe one more thing on the path though yeah. all you high republic readers must be uh -huh. going nuts because <laughs> if you've read the first light of the Jedi, not the, that particular novel, that is the, the phrase, the path comes up over and over and over again. And that's, I, I don't know. Do you know about that, Caleb? You know what I that is? I that not. is, that is the Republic just a few hundred years before Phantom Menace hasn't really figured out hyperspace yet. Mm. So the path is called hyperspace right? oh, nice. other way, other way around. So when they said the path in this, I was like, Yo, they're like finding like ways out, like with High Republic trying to find ways to connect to other planets faster. So mm. I was like, that's cool. That's a cool tie in it. That's what they're yeah. doing. Anyway, had to throw it in there a little High Republic sprinkle for everybody. So there you go. I like it. Well, that is one thing in my Star Wars fandom that I have not done a good job of diving into I yet. I really it's haven't either, honestly. So many other things to chew on right now. Eventually, I'll get to it. Promise. You still reading Thrawn? I am still reading Thrawn. Just checking. Yeah, still reading it. A little, just a little update for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Moving on in the episode. Where are we at? Okay. Tala uh, begins to take yeah. Obi-Wan and Leia to the pilot before Obi-Wan feels something through the force. Now, that something is Darth <laughs> Vader arriving and the Inquisitors arriving on Mapuzo. Now, uh, he doesn't just arrive. He destroys. Vader oh, yeah. chokes and snaps the necks of locals and i think it's a boy that he's totally innocent people at the neck of yeah like and, a teenager and he's only doing this because he knows yeah Ken kenobi is watching 100 he also this is him trying to draw kenobi out 
because yeah. Vader knows that the only way he's stopping is if Kenobi comes out there and faces him. Incredible, uh, chilling kind of stuff, but it was great. It was great. And of course, Kenobi instructs Tala to get Leia to Alderaan as he leads Vader and crew away because he kind of like walks away or runs away. I think he's I know people are like, oh, just ignite the saber fight. Let's go. But I've, I interpreted all of this as Kenobi. He goes to that one spot and then Vader senses him and he looks and he's gone. It's it's one thousand percent Kenobi. Number one, yes, he is fearful to use the lightsaber because he hasn't done it in a while. But mm -hmm. number two, I also think he's keeping in mind, I need to stall a little bit to make sure that Leia and Tala make it to the pilot safely. So love this scene. Love Vader going ham. Love the brutality. What did you think, DJ? Obi-Wan's not ready. Okay, he's not, he's not ready. Mm -hmm. Vader isn't ready. Mm. Because he, we know Vader's going to get overly emotional mm -hmm. and do something probably rash. And that's why Kenobi survives all of these events that we've seen, the ones that we're going to see. Mm, um, I think that's, you know, just a little quick little speculation. Okay. okay. Yeah. But Obi-Wan specifically not ready. He's not talked to his master. He hasn't practiced. He's out of balance. You know, mm -hmm. that's why the dark the dark side beat him because he's out of balance. That's why he ends up getting burned. His lightsaber's been buried for ten years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he has he didn't have a stick, you know, in his yeah. cave. It was like he was practicing. He's just trying to survive and make sure Luke now, survives. If it, a, if it was a knife fight, you know, maybe he Kenobi's might be able to get by with a knife fight. Yeah, yeah, he could go. He can go, you know, and do what he needs to with a knife. Absolutely, <laughs> but no. Here's this is actually one of the only things that Caleb and I talked about before we did mm. this show tonight. I texted him after watching it and I <laughs> Caleb usually watches it before me because I like to sleep in, but he'll get up. He watches it now. I already know he's watched it. So I just text him like I have seen it. <laughs> and then right after that, it was pretty much we started talking about this sequence. And yeah. the quote that came to mind from A New Hope was he's more machine now than man twisted mm. and evil. Yeah. How do you. How does you and McGregor Obi Wan not watch this, and then you go to A New Hope and see Alec Guinness Obi Wan tell Luke about this, and not just make that connection? I don't know. You met you got you've missed it. And on top of that, it's just too freaking cool. The connections mm -hmm. that we are making to A New Hope because we're not in Revenge of the Sith anymore. The pre this is this is actually this isn't even a prequel. This show's not a prequel. It is its own daggum story in the OT. That's yeah. how I'm looking at it. It's that good. Now, because of that line, man, the implications of what we see in Rogue One and A New Hope, they all make sense in like the best way. It's so man. exciting. Not only that, when Obi-Wan is sitting there watching Vader do what he's doing, killing folks and just causing a scene, doing all that, and he first senses Vader, Okay, he senses him and he likes he does one of these, you know, mm -hmm. kind of like get my life alert kind of kind of deal. And he does that. First thing I think of, it's when Obi-Wan senses that Alderaan has been destroyed Ooh, in a new hope. It's the yeah. same this the movement, the way he's just bent over and he's distraught and upset. Ewan yeah. McGregor, he was gone in that moment, and that was Alec Guinness. And I was just blown away yeah. by that. I mean, if Ewan McGregor does not earn himself another Emmy from this series, send it back. I just, it's, 
what are you doing if you're not watching this, those Emmy people, and being like, oh, well, we got to we gotta throw that one in there because that was perfect. Like, how do you not look at that scene? Like, yeah, give the guy a nomination. It's too good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that That's my, one of my biggest things, you know, takeaway from yeah. just that, just the, the scene in the street, just that. Mm-hmm. It's just too well, good. Well, I, I love what you're saying there as far as him portraying Alec Guinness there. Yeah. Uh, I, my The first thing I thought of when he had that moment was uh, – just kind of Ahsoka feeling Vader's presence as well in Rebels, yes. like the the parallels, the poetry, it rhymes. It kind all of rhymes, yeah. Going on, it's just great stuff. Great stuff in these moments. Good soup. Well, Vader officially catches up to him, and of course, we get the lightsaber ignition. It's kind of like that poster that we've seen. It's kind of like that shot, yeah, uh, to the side where you see the red saber, but you see Kenobi in the distance. Yes. I just I don't know why I put this quote down in the notes, but for some reason it was it was awesome. So I felt the need to type it out. Him saying, I am what you made me. Uh, and I think that was in response to Kenobi saying, what have you become or something like that? Gosh, I love that line for some reason. Just wanted to throw that out there. Great line. And first of all, shout out. James Earl Jones is giving credit for the voice. Probably they had some form of editing going on with that, if I had to guess, because I think somewhere in the credits is also mentioned as far as like voice editing, stuff like that. I don't know what the technical phrase is, but regardless, the voice that they brought to life with this Vader was great. Phenomenal. Uh, I'll just add that to me putting that quote there in the line. And let's just go ahead and spend time on this, Obi, because I know I, I think it goes back to Reva and back and forth a little bit. But let's just focus on Vader and Kenobi, and then we'll go back to Reva, Tala and Leia to kind of wrap up the show. The battle that the the battle, quote unquote, that kind of ensues I, skirmish. Fight, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I think. Obviously, number one thing that comes to mind, I don't think this is the big rematch that everybody has teased up from Lucasfilm. I think this is like the appetizer. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. Just just wanted to make sure. Um, I loved it. As far as an appetizer goes, it clearly shows that Kenobi is not ready. Like you said, Yeah. Vader is very much so just emotional wanting to. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, okay. This is kind of my I'll just share my overall thoughts. Yeah, I think Vader is doing just enough to injure, scare, put fear in Kenobi. But I also think that Vader is just toying with him. Like, I think if Vader really wanted to, he could off of him often like that and we would be done. Yeah, I think Vader, for some reason, maybe this is just like the the former athlete in me coming out. (laughs) I want to beat my competition at their best. And I think maybe that's what Vader is thinking here. Like, yeah. Kenobi is not the Obi-Wan that I fought last on Mustafar. Uh, let me do just enough to spark something in him, and then I'm going to tear him down when he's at his best. What do you think of that? I love that thought. Um, as a former athlete myself, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you want you want to be able to compete in a way that everybody gives their all. You know, like I played football back in the day. I was a lineman. I don't know in God's name why I was a lineman. I'm just, I was too small, but I was. Yeah. Every time I'd hit the guy across from me, I was doing everything I could, A, to not hurt myself, but also to at least protect my quarterback, you know? Mm -hmm. And in that sense, you know, I get where you're saying you want to face somebody who's going to, they're going to go back and forth with you a little bit. Yeah. And it's Anakin and Obi-Wan, you Mm -hmm. know? And we saw how they went toe to toe and, 
and Revenge of the Sith, and then again also in A New Hope. I mean, it was toe-to-toe both times, respectively. And I, I think that that's what we want to see. And I said this before. I don't, know, I don't know when I said it on another episode, but I think I kind of worded it to this effect that Vader needs a win. He needs to beat Obi-Wan once, hmm. just once. So there's a tie, okay? This was I, it. This was it. This was the tie. Uh, I think I even made the parallel to Ray and uh, Kylo Ren in the sequels, mm-hmm. you know, you know, she won one, he won one and they, they tied, you know, and this is, this is where they're one and one right now. You know, that's where they're at. So I love that side of it for me, just the tension as a whole in this mm-hmm. is just, it just, it keeps building. Like we knew it was going to build, but I, I really felt myself, you know, like I, the first two episodes, I said, I couldn't breathe. And then this, <laughs> this third one, I was like, I, I think I said somewhere on Facebook in a comment that I sweat through exactly 17 cotton t-shirts watching this. Like I was just hot the whole time. I was like, oh, it's too much. You know, it was just, I kept sweating because it was just, it was so yeah. much tension, but I'll say this, this, this little skirmish here is the culmination of revenge and fear. Mm. It's that's what's, that's what's fighting each other right now is revenge and fear. Vader is out of balance. Kenobi is out of balance. Mm-hmm. They're going to walk away from this in the next few episodes, and we're going to see that balance come back into uh, play. And then when it does, that's when the rematch happens. Mm. That's what's going to happen. That's what. That's a good story. And I like you, that. And if you, if if I don't know who who's credited as the writer for this series, but whoever they are, Joby Harold, I believe. Joe, that's it, Joby Harold. That individual. Oh man, you know, like they have done a good job, mm. and. It, that's what the, then another thing you were talking about how people are like already roasting certain things like what well, the th- there was supposed to be a rematch <laughs> guys it's six episodes yeah calm down mm-hmm. we're gonna get there it's mm-hmm. not a movie it's a series mm-hmm. you know it's not gonna show up it's like when darth maul shows up in clone wars you d- you have to watch him get to where he goes before he and ahsoka fight in season seven you know what i mean like it, yeah you know, Rocky, another good example. Apollo Creed dies. You have to watch him build himself back up to defeat the Russian. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how these things work. It just so happens in this sense, this is a six episode series telling that kind of a story. So yeah. give it a minute. In the next couple episodes, Obi-Wan's going to run up the Rocky stairs. He's going to bump it <laughs> a bum all day long. And then we'll be right back at it by the time we get to the episode six or episode five or whenever it happens. Okay. Yeah. It's probably gonna be the sixth episode, but yeah, still. I think so. I think so. Anyway, um, done with the soapbox. Love that. Go ahead, Caleb. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> continuing in their their battle here, uh, Vader begins choking Kenobi. Very intense, very raw again. Uh, and Vader creates fire with his lightsaber, puts Kenobi in the fire to replicate the pain that he himself, Anakin, went through, and says this quote: Your pain has just begun. <sighs> Good stuff. Good soup. I, and that's really all I have to say. Just incredible. Incredible the parallels there. And this is also confirmation that to this day, Vader still thinks about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Continuing, the fire is put out by Vader. Vader orders a stormtrooper to bring him Kenobi. And Tala and Ned B arrive to save Obi-Wan by creating a larger fire. Tala instructs Ned B to ready the transport to get Obi-Wan to Jabin. That's kind of where those characters end up. Now, of course, this goes back to I think Vader is just to- kind of toying with him in these moments because I fully sure. believe 
Vader could leap over this fire if he wanted to and strike him down, strike them all down, really. You mean float? Yeah, there you go. Float. <laughs> the battlefront floating. <laughs> the battlefront float. Double tap A. Double tap A, right? Who who was that that uh cracked? It was up uh John Hare, I think. Yeah, hey, <laughs> double tap A for, for John Hare there. That's what Vader should have done if he if he wanted to wipe out Kenobi. But I don't again, I don't think that's what he was wanting here. So those of you that have an issue with that, wait. Just wait. Yes. You got three more episodes. It's gonna happen where they just go ballistic on each other. Hopefully, yeah. at least. Um, yeah, but it's overall, gonna, it's gonna what did you think? First, what did you think of the emotional moment of putting Kenobi in the fire? And yeah. for me, I heard Hayden's yell in there, too. Maybe that was just me personally. Yeah. Like I just I just heard it. Yeah. Maybe that's just, you know, I think that, was that, your effect, own that yeah. effect of you've seen something before that made a lasting impact mm-hmm. on you to where you hear it elsewhere in similar situations. And then secondly, what did you think of the ending for these characters? Well, I think that the him and the fire could have been filmed a little better. Mm. Uh, Just the filmmaker brain is like, yeah, get in there like they did with uh, Revenge of the Sith, you know, and maybe that was Disney trying to keep it a little more low key. And I I understand that, you know, it's a family show. I I get all that. But um, I would have liked to have seen that done a little differently. Yeah, I have a few little, you know, little things with this. Like that's one of them. Um, The image you have up on YouTube right now with Vader. Yeah his head looks so small Mm. and that's just Hayden in a big suit. And that's, that's why I think George wanted David Prowse, you know, or someone like him to be Vader so he could fill the whole, you know, thing. And that's Rogue One. It was that way. And and it's just a little thing. You know, I was talking about the suit earlier. It's not a big deal. It's just, it it could have done been done a little bit better. I I don't particularly like the distance we have here, like in this particular show. I want a close up on Vader. Mm. I don't need the. I, I see what he's doing. I get it. I didn't really. I don't think I needed to see it to understand what was happening. I could have very easily deduced that. Yeah. Um. I think most Star Wars fans could have. Um. Now that's me being nitpicky. I 100% understand that, and I won't nitpick any further. It's just mm-hmm. there were some things in this that I was like, this could have been done a little bit better. Like from a filmmaking standpoint, I feel like, but yeah. that aside, I'm not a filmmaker. So if someone from Lucasfilm's watching this, like, shut up, you know what I'm talking about. You're right. You know, I don't, but <laughs> at the same time, it's I right. still think it could have been done a little differently and mm-hmm. that's okay. What we got is great. And you mentioned how it was very reminiscent of Hayden and, and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was perfect. What I really appreciate about this is that this was done in a way that did not damage my view of how Alec Guinness looks in A New Hope mm. and all of his get up and, and just his arms are covered, you know, here, you know, wrist up on each side. There's no burns on his face or his hands. It doesn't look like Obi-Wan has any burns on his face or hands. I also thought this might be the moment where we randomly see Obi-Wan age up all of a sudden. You know, but it was too short. You know, I've been I've burned my hand in a fire. Okay, Mm -hmm. like now I don't have marks to really prove it, but I've done it. You know, like I know what that getting burned feels like. So um, with that being said, I I just like that little touch. It's something different that adds to Kenobi when we get to um, I hope again, twisted and evil. So yeah. it's just a nice little nod, nice little touch that they're going to hopefully play out in the next episode. And that actually goes into a prediction I have for part four. It's a small thing. It's not a very big thing, but I think it, it'll show where we're headed next and mm. what the rest of the series is uh, maybe going to look like. 
Um, but as a whole, yeah. great ending with Kenobi and Vader. The way the characters kind of got out of here. All right. I've got a little, I don't understand how Reva got to Leia so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really I, understand that, but I definitely see that. Well, so speaking of Reva, because we did kind of take a break yeah. from, from her plot and we just yes. focused on the ending of Obi-Wan and Vader there for a minute. Uh, Reva finds out the secret hideout. Um, during this, you know, Leia tells Tala to go back for Kenobi. That's how Tala gets to Kenobi there toward the end. But we, we've already kind of touched on mm -hmm. that. Uh, when Reva gets this secret spot, the path, if you will, uh, she sees this Jedi Order logo on the wall and, and it kind of just creates emotions and also rage. Like, I don't really know what's going on there. Again, I think if I was to speak on that, it would get into maybe some predictions that I'll just leave there as a tease for Tuesday. Yeah. But yes, you're right that Reva does end up catching up to Leia. I think it's just one of those situations where she sees uh, down the hallway that that's where Leia had to have gone. Mm -hmm. And so she, maybe she bounces to her ship real quick and goes to yeah. the location. It it's would the only thing I could think too. It's the only it, thing I could think too. Yeah. It's not like she could just run through Leia and then somehow, yeah, it doesn't work. No. Uh, didn't bother me but i have seen that as a as a little nitpick online but yeah i could totally see her going back to her ship or something like that but yeah leia is captured reva has leia i think that might potentially create some interesting dialogue between the two of them i think it'll also maybe give dialogue that explains reva's backstory potentially a little bit more because i mean we've seen it before in, in film and in shows where the villain will tell something to like this little, little kid, because what's it going to do? Uh, so yeah. I can definitely see that being a plot device there to, to explore Reva's background. Uh, we'll see though. What do you, what do you think of the ending here for Reva and Leia? Reva's creepy here. Yeah. Very creepy. The way that was shot was great. That was done. Well, very, yeah. very well. Um, you know, I've seen other shows where like somebody will kidnap a kid and stuff like that the very creepy tones of this you know if they were trying to get real kidnappy in in, in i keep using that word because i can't think of another way to really phrase it but if they were really mm -hmm. wanting to make us feel creeped out and and you know just the implications of someone kidnapping a child do what you want with that but man that, that was just sketchy and she's yeah. 10 years old you mm -hmm. know i mean it's it, it, it's it's not it's just not cool. And I know it's a show and it's not real and everybody's fine, but looking at it in universe, it's like, Whoa, man, like, what's going to happen. This, this to me is the first time I've really been like, I don't know what's happening. Like, mm. like I could see what, from the very beginning, I could see all the way to that point, honestly, like I could, I could very easily see Vader and Obi-Wan meeting at the halfway mark, but this, yeah. I wasn't ready for at all. And mm. as a father of a daughter, I'm over here, like, <laughs> dude come on <laughs> it's just yeah. like let's let's stop playing with these emotions so it's it's very you know it's it's weighing on me as a mm -hmm. fan because i'm just like well can we hurry up and get to wednesday now so i can just <laughs> see what's going on right for sure well i think it again well i'll just go ahead and share at least head prediction here i don't know if this is going to be my prediction for tuesday or not i think it's Reva has the power of of going of reading people's minds like Kylo Ren in the sequels. Um, I think she could find out that Leia is somehow force sensitive. 
And I think that might spark something in her. Maybe she was 10 years old in that flashback that we got in part one of her during Order 66. And she is reminded of her former self somehow. And that's a spark to maybe her redemption, potentially. We'll see. Haven't formulated any official predictions or opinions on that but i do see in the chat sadist broly agrees as far as reva's backstory incoming for sure and i hope so um they for me i continue to be more interested in learning about reva and yes. her backstory so they've done a great job with her character for me but part three admittedly was all about vader and kenobi coming face to face yet again and at the end of the day i say job well done on this episode part three and i cannot wait for wednesday's part four but before that i can't wait until tuesday for predictions with wikipedia right here on youtube live at 6 p.m central 7 p.m eastern love it final thoughts on the episode dj and final things you want to say to our lovely audience i guess out of 10 you know scale of one to 10 yeah i give this episode a good you know eight and a half nice um i feel like that's fair uh, given my take so far on this particular episode you know music a little lackluster i didn't like the way certain things were filmed i'm being nitpicky i know that but uh, overall, man, this is a solid episode. I mean, yeah. my expectations are continually blown away. Like, you know, I said a minute ago, I could see where things would connect to where it is now, aside from Leia being kidnapped mm-hmm. a second time. Um, but other than that, you know, now this episode was great. If this, the next episode will probably be like a cool down, I feel like. Yeah. And then that, that way mm. we will, we'll get to Damn. see kind of, there'll be some setup, you know, we'll see some stuff, but, and it'll be an exciting episode, I think, but there'll be a little bit of a calm before the storm, so to speak. Um, but no, I think overall, man, this is a great episode. I love this series. I mean, yeah. I'm repping it again tonight. <laughs> I mean, I got to figure out what star Wars shirt I'm going to wear on Tuesday with Wikipedia. I don't, I don't own like any Wookiee stuff. I have a hat, I guess. I know that's just like it's just a play on Wikipedia. I get that, but right. I don't know. I I don't have I mean, any. Their, their logo is a Death Star, so yeah. I'm, Death Star a, I'm stuff? Rebel Scum Texan, man. That's think, true. I don't have the only thing Empire I have. I think is Darth Vader socks. <laughs> you know, I think that's it. But now, other than that, I am very much looking forward to Tuesday. And I just again reminder: look out for the Razor Crest rundown here on Monday. Um, we'll get that out. You know, we maybe get lucky and get that out Sunday night. We'll see. I don't know if we if I get it done and it's all set and ready to go. Yeah, we'll, we yeah. may have it out early, but look for it on Monday. Well, for I me, tell but- you, I was just going to say to bounce off of that. I mean, the easiest way to know when that comes is subscribe to the YouTube subscribe channel and Talk, click the yeah. bell to where you get notified as soon as the yeah. video comes out continue dj sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no you're good i was gonna just you know say hey you know that's that's about it and i'm just gonna give a quick peace out Django. peace out Django. i love it all right if you want to get more of mando talk as always check us out facebook twitter instagram tiktok at mando talk but if you want to have some more one-on-one discussion with the fam the ugnots and jawas the close ugnots and jawas anyone listening anyone's ears that hear this you're an ugnot and jawa but if you want to be i guess a premier Ugnot and Jawa, join our Discord. Link is in the description. Click that link. It will automatically join you 
into our community and we can discuss obi-wan spoilers just anything star wars sometimes it's fun and random who knows but nonetheless can't wait for tuesday with wikipedia it's going to be great to hear another perspective and also some predictions from someone else that's going to be awesome uh, on tuesday and then of course part four can't wait for that on wednesday and, and our part four after show next Thursday. It's going to be great. Can't wait. As always, we've got you covered all things Star Wars. And also, as always, at the end of the episode, we have spoken. <laughs>